Good afternoon, this is Mary Billings with KSOM and KS95 News. A Creston man died in a three-vehicle accident in Madison County Monday evening. The Iowa State Patrol says 66-year-old Marjorie Gregory of Nevada, Missouri was driving a 2022 GMC Sierra pickup east on Highway 92, east of Nature Trail. 46-year-old Corey Brown of Creston was driving a 2001 Honda Accord westbound on Highway 92, and 32-year-old Peter McNeil of Des Moines was also driving westbound on Highway 92 in a 1998 Honda Civic. Marjorie Gregory attempted to pass another eastbound vehicle and struck Corey Brown's vehicle head-on. The pickup rolled and then struck McNeil's Honda Civic. Corey Brown was pronounced deceased at the scene. Marjorie Gregory was transported by Madison County Ambulance to Methodist Hospital to be treated for injuries. The burn ban for Audubon County has been lifted. Tyler Tiggison, Audubon County Emergency Management Coordinator, issued a reminder to anyone performing a controlled burn to call Audubon County Dispatch at 712-563-2631. Be prepared to notify the dispatcher of your name, callback number, address of controlled burn, and what you are burning. It is a requirement to follow the Iowa Department of Natural Resources open burning regulations. A link to those regulations can be found on the story on our website at westerniowatoday.com. The Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors this morning approved the Iowa DOT funding agreement for the Pigeon Creek Bridge on 210th Street in the amount of $1.8 million. County Engineer John Rasmussen explains. So we, we get allocated about 600000 a year to do bridges. Must be uh, three years of bridge money to replace the bridge on over Pigeon Creek and 210. So it's a gravel road. Uh, it's a truss bridge. So we have about seven of these left in the county, and they all need to be gone a decade ago. But gets this one done. Rasmussen said the $1.8 million will come out of his budget, and then he will get reimbursed by the state 80% of what he spends. The project will not go out to bid until next fall. In other action, the supervisors approved the board chairman to sign the professional service agreement for the project identified as Summit Carbon Solutions, Carbon Express Pipeline, County Inspector Services with Snyder and Associates. The city of Manning was awarded a tourism grant for digital marketing efforts. Katie Saluk has more on this. The city of Manning was selected for an Iowa tourism grant earlier this month. The Iowa Tourism Office awarded $398,800 to 45 organizations to fund tourism-related marketing initiatives, meetings, and events. Those selected are aimed to benefit both the local and state economy. These awards ranged from $2,500 to $10,000 with a 20% cash match. The City of Manning was awarded $9,100 for digital marketing. KSOM News spoke to Shelly Grieving, owner of Emerge Marketing Solutions. Grieving is a member of the City of Manning Hotel and Motel Committee that initially submitted the grant application. Grieving says this grant allows the city to take a unified approach to engage with their followers through digital marketing. We're using this funding uh, from Travel Iowa to develop that digital marketing plan, determine what our priorities are um, in terms of content, um, who our target audiences are, and then develop out uh, some of those online deliverables. Grieving says there are two main components to the digital marketing plan. In the past few months, we developed a Manning Minute, which was a print newsletter that just came out every other month, and it gives a quick little snapshot of what's happening in the next two months. So there's a short calendar, and if we have any featured events coming up, such as our Ribbon Soup Cook-Off or Oktoberfest event or our Kinderfest event, 
it would give kind of more of the details for that. And those were laying around town, say, at our restaurants, our shops, our hotel, the House Barn Heritage Park. But we really wanted to convert that to an electronic newsletter so that if people have come here and they get the one sheet, that's great. But we want to keep them engaged beyond the one time that they're here and just making it more shareable. The second component of the digital marketing plan aims to reach users through a platform called Localhood. This Google-based platform is used to produce content and develop reels or short videos. This content created on Localhood is searchable by Google or other search engines. Google is becoming more like a social media platform in that people want to see videos and more interactive type material when they're searching for things. So especially when it comes to making decisions about where somebody would want to travel, they want to kind of see themselves in that. So just like social media, but it's more searchable. So what we've been doing is collecting this video, creating these local hood reels, and then that gets disseminated through Google, but then you can also use it on any of your social media platforms, on your website, et cetera. And it's just kind of a different way that people are engaging in online content. Grieving also stressed on the importance of digital marketing for small communities in Iowa. I feel like digital marketing is so important because it really levels the playing field. Although we're a small community, there's a lot of great things that can happen here as well, you know, not just in the big cities. And so um, Manning has always been pretty progressive and kind of a trendsetter in terms of what rural communities are doing. And we feel like this is a great opportunity uh, that other communities should consider as well, um, because it is something that really helps to elevate our rural communities, as well as the state of Iowa in terms of being a a place that people might want to come and visit. If you're interested in visiting or learning more about the city of Manning, check out their website at www.manningia.com. And I'm Katie Saluk reporting. And the Danish windmill in Elkhorn was awarded $6,900 for their 2024 multi-tier targeting campaign. Danish windmill manager Sean Sayers said this amount will cover a large multi-tier marketing campaign with their existing partner, Reagan Outdoor Advertising. This campaign will feature something the Danish windmill hasn't done before, which includes targeted advertising and geofencing, meaning that we will be looking at other tourism locations around the state and in the surrounding area to see where people are going and how we encourage these people to come to the Danish windmill. In addition to that, at least one commercial, possibly two or three, that will be based on the context of what's happening throughout the year. Sayers also noted that this campaign was designed specifically around two annual events. As part of the Danish villages, we participate in two annual festivals every year, Tivoli Fest over Memorial Day weekend, and Yule Fest over Black Friday or right after Thanksgiving. So our year essentially orbits around these two festivals with the travel season in between. So as we develop this marketing campaign, again, not everything is set in stone yet, but most of the details are in place. Um, We're looking at encouraging people to start coming out of their homes come the springtime when it gets warm out, enjoy Tivoli Fest and focus on that, and then we'll just have targeted periods over the summer where we will cyclically, again, try to encourage travelers and other people who are looking for outdoor recreation activities or just want to learn about history or experience different culture or do some uh, unique shopping experiences, target them over the summer and then turn towards Christmas-based campaigns as we look towards Yule Fest and go from there. Along with digital advertising, Sayers explained they will also include physical advertising in the form of poster floods. These are smaller billboards that serve as temporary advertising in communities like Atlantic and Harlan. 
The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors met this morning. Katie Saluk has this recap. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors met Tuesday morning. During this meeting, the board heard from IT Director Sonia Morrison. Morrison explained that Zetron, an integrated communication system company, is looking to update the county's current VOIP provider. What they would like to do is integrate their admin phones, which are the Crescendo IP phones that the whole county uses for phones. Those are the phones that they would like to integrate into their 911 system. And able to do that, we have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops, and there's some cost to do so. The county's current VOIP provider, Crescendo, cannot support Zetron's goal. Morrison explained there are two options the county can consider. The first is a cloud-based VOIP named Spectrum Void, which would charge $1,743.89 per month and would not require a change of phones, although a phone refresh will be most likely required in the next couple of years and that would be charged to the county. Spectrum Void will require a 72-month or 7-year contract and a penalty is required if the county decides to break this contract. Their second option is FMTC, or Farmers Mutual Telephone Company. FMTC is more expensive, around $3,310 per month, but will provide new phones everywhere in the county. They will also provide maintenance if necessary throughout the life of the contract, and the county has the option to get out of the five-year contract without penalty. FMTC would utilize a zip truck over an ATA device that Spectrum Void presented. Both of these companies would charge a one-time cost. Morrison also explained that their current crescendo contract ends in September of 2025. If the county decides to void the contract, it will cost the county over $35,000. Spectrum Void would cover the cost of breaking the contract, whereas FMTC will not. The board did not vote on a decision, but decided to take some time to research before a final decision is made. The board's next regular meeting is scheduled for Tuesday, January 2nd at 8.30 a.m., and I'm Katie Saluk reporting. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Billings with KSOM and KS95 News.